Welcome back, everybody, to All Met Sports Talk with Coach Sherm. Episode 30 here. Uh, big thanks to Coach Dan Lally from Reservoir High School last week. It was great having him on and, and hearing about all the good things he has going on there. Very excited about my interview tonight. Uh, a, a coach that I look up to and have for several years, one of the greatest coaches in the DMV area here over the last few decades. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, remember to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search All Met Sports Talk. You can find us on Twitter. Search at All Met Talk. And you can always email us, allmetsportstalk at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any questions, any any recommendations for any players or coaches we should get on here, I definitely appreciate that. And any feedback you have, please remember to also rate us and review us. You can do that on Facebook. You can do that on Google. You can do that on uh, Apple, wherever you, wherever you are there. Excuse me. And before I get started, also want to remember to shout out my guy, Preston Suggs. Find him on Instagram at King P Suggs. Provide some music here every week for us. So thank you, sir, as always. So let's jump right into it. From Oxen Hill, Coach Lou Howard, one of the, like, as I said, one of the greatest coaches in DMV, if you ask me. He's got decades in this game. We've had a couple of his guys, actually, previous interviews. You could go back and check those out. Coach B, who's now retired. And actually, I, I guess that was Coach Lou's, <laughs> Coach Lou Howard's last home game <laughs> because because of the COVID law season uh, was, was Coach B's last game. And then also his former player and also a great coach in his own right, and Desmond, Coach Desmond Wade. So, Coach Howard, how are you tonight, sir? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on. Uh, as I said, I've looked up to you. I love watching you. I love coming to your games because I love watching you, Coach. And as a coach, I can take a lot from you. I actually had a chance to coach against you here at Chapelgate, um, which was a lot of fun in a, in a, in a scrimmage, and, and that was great. Uh, you know, always love your teams, how hard they play, and, and everything you do for your kids and have been doing in PG County for over 20 years now, right? That is correct. Going into my, uh, what is this, 22nd year. Wow. Uh, in Prince George's County. Wow. So you're right there with Co- Coach Frierson over at Chapelgate. This will be his 22nd year at Chapelgate. Wow. So you guys are, are head to head there. Uh, but before we start talking about Oxen Hill, where you're the head coach now, and we're going to touch on those Largo teams, you know, that were so fantastic uh, before. Talk to us about where you grew up and, and how you got into this. Uh, I grew up in Newburgh, New York, uh, which is probably about 45, 45 minutes outside of Manhattan. Mm. Uh, I went to Newburgh Free Academy High School. And then after high school, I transitioned to Hudson Valley Community College. Uh, played under Lowe's Moore, former NBA player from Mount Vernon, New York. Oh. And uh, then went on to uh, Stony Brook University. Oh, yeah. Uh, from 89 to 92. And I played there. And... Um, after that, you know, just life takes over after college. You know, everybody has aspirations, but, uh, you know, life takes hold and um, we got into education. Okay. Um, now, did you major in education at Stony Brook? Uh, liberal studies. Yeah, it was hotel management at first. Okay. And then I went into the, uh, the education side and uh, it, it, it worked out. I moved down to uh, Virginia in uh, 1994. Okay. Summer of '94, uh, I was I was a JV coach at Garfield High School oh, for one okay. season, okay, and, and then uh, went over to Woodbridge High School for the next four years uh, under Will Robinson. And uh, Will was a, was a great mentor to me and uh, taught me quite a few things about 
the game and uh, it was a tremendous opportunity to be there. Coached some great guys mm-hmm. uh, in that four-year span. Uh, what was that? Yeah, Ahmad Dorsett, Roland Roberts, uh, Hollis Johnson, mm. uh, Aaron Demery, uh, just many, many kids at, at Woodbridge High School and some from Potomac as well. Uh, that that we were around, and it's just a great opportunity to get in. And in 2000, uh, which was five years later after moving to the area, I took the head coaching job at Largo High School. Wow. Now, now, let me ask you this. What made you move down here in the first place? What made you leave New York? Uh, It was just an opportunity. Opportunity. Okay. Opportunity was there in education. uh, And they needed, they said it was a great need for African-American men. Uh, in the area, uh, awesome. and I uh, came down and um, been here ever since. Awesome, man. That's great. So Largo, you get to Largo, and then you just start, you know, just – and it's funny because Coach Wade talked about being a, you know, a player and, and playing in those gyms, and Coach B talked about, you know, coaching in those gyms and stuff. And and, and actually, I want to talk to you also about Coach B. Um, but for Largo, what was it like there? I mean, because you guys go – almost go undefeated – think you lose in the semifinal but then the year you that was coach Wade's senior year and then you come back the next year and win the whole thing correct correct so in 2000 uh we get to uh to Largo in a tremendous opportunity first year head coach yeah. young head coach uh I thought I knew more than I actually did uh and there was some some very very crafty and wily veterans here in Prince George <laughs> and uh they certainly uh let me know that I was the young buck on the block. Well, now, uh, now you're the crafty and wily better. Uh, yeah, that seems to be. <laughs> uh, but definitely some lessons to be learned. And, you know, when you're transitioning and you want to run a program and the successes that we had at Woodbridge High School during the, the four-year, four or five-year period I was there uh, was, was tremendous. So I tried to bring some of that and, and incorporate my own style to uh, Largo High School. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took a couple years mm-hmm. uh, for it to happen. Uh, first player, met, I got there, it was a 6'11 young man there. His name was Anthony Fuqua. Uh, 6'11, uh, but he, he wasn't as polished as he, he, he wanted to be. But he continued on and he worked hard and worked through the season. And uh, he ended up getting a, a scholarship to a junior college going on to be, play Division One basketball at Texas San Antonio. Wow. And, uh, he continued at his craft, matriculated, got into the D League, which okay. is now the G League. So yeah. this is how long ago this was. Uh, and, you know, did well for himself. You know, got his college degree, played played on and did well. And we continued at it uh, after the first three years in 2004, 2005. Uh, so I kind of found my niche a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, in 2005 was the first year we won the regional championship. We beat Suitland High School. Um, in 05, that was the mm-hmm. first time getting to the state level, uh, for Largo, uh, had been there, hadn't been there in a while. The, their first championship that they won was in 1993. Wow. And, um, the subsequent one was with me, yeah. uh, in 2008. And we had one, two, three, four, four, four trips in, in my tenure there. So wow. uh, it was just really exciting, <sighs> really exciting time. That's, that's an incredible feat. To get down there, I mean, you got it's murderers row just to get to the final four. So that, that's incredible. Absolutely, it definitely is. 
Talk to me about your staff because you had Coach B, you know, on there for for twenty years. Uh, well, just I, I think yeah, twenty. And then I know, but your your whole nucleus really has been together for a long time. Yeah, we were together for uh, a in a great long time from the time I stepped over to Largo, which was uh, in two thousand uh, up until twenty seventeen. We had a, a consistent staff. Mm-hmm. Your staff was really consistent. Uh, Coach B. Uh, Rodney Ward, uh, mm-hmm. who was my, my assistant, associated, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Anthony Dyson, uh, Rupert Mason, and Rupert, Mer- Rupert Mason. Uh, they had been with me since day one. So it, w- it was really good. And then, in, you know, obviously some change in 17 when I left and went to uh-huh. uh, Oxon Hill. Everybody didn't come, but Coach B, Coach Mason, and uh, Coach Dyson, they mm-hmm. all came. Now, how I, I- – how do you keep a staff like that together for so long? It, relationships, uh-huh. relationships, uh, the relationships that, that you build along the way. Um, you meet many people in this game. Basketball mm-hmm. is the game of life. Um, you know, you try to treat people kind mm-hmm. uh, and, and they buy into your program. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's really difficult to be a great assistant coach. Yeah. Uh, and this one thing I learned from Will Robinson from Woodbridge High School was to be how how to be an assistant coach. And, and in that imparting that as a head coach, uh, you know, there's so many facets to your program that you always want to keep intact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once that nucleus got it and they understood as we grew together, because I grew as a head coach. Uh, and they grew as assistants as well. And it got to a point where we were finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> you know, they, we knew what we wanted. We knew what we wanted to do, how we were going to do it and how we we're going to implement it. And when it didn't look right, we were pretty much on the same page. Right. Um, and then the successes that you have, uh, the ultimate goal uh, for the young men that we have served, that we continue to serve is for them to be productive young men in society at the end yeah. of the day, because everybody's not a division one player. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not going to, to Memphis, Villanova, <laughs> Duke, or what have you. Uh, so having them to be productive young men um, is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. That's, I love what you just said that you said to serve them. That's, that's an incredible word there. And that's that's ministry, you know. It's it, it is. It's uh, I'm not a minister, but it, it's it's a process. But it's still it, coaching is ministry, you know. You you are no doubt, no yeah, doubt. You know, you're still serving those young men and and helping them. So I love that word there. Uh, so you come over to Oxen Hill, as you say, you bring just about your entire staff with you. Um, so you get there with Ronald Polite. So what year is he when you when you arrive? Ronald's a sophomore. Okay. Sophomore. I left uh, Largo in 2017, uh-huh. 2017, and Ronald was a sophomore. Okay. Um, what, so what was it like to walk in and have that Cadillac sitting in the garage? Well, he, <laughs> it, 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 I, it wasn't a Cadillac when, when we got him, <laughs> uh, you know, when we got there. Um, I think it was a product of, of him having some, some natural talent mm-hmm. as well as being in a situation where he was uh, uplifted on a daily basis. And he has some good pieces around us. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If we, if we look at, you know, the successes that we've been able to have uh, through my tenure, um, anytime there's a four year player or four year process, we usually can develop mm-hmm. uh, talent into something really, really special. Go back to uh, 
started with Terrence Carter. He was a great player for me at, at Largo. And then that's when the ball got rolling. Terrence mm-hmm. was the catalyst. And then uh, you had Kwame Morgan, who was a kid that played for me for a few years, ended up going to Hampton. Mm-hmm. He was an all-met player. Then you had Maurice Sutton, another all-met player, goes on to Villanova. Three years mm-hmm. later, you had Derek Coulter, who goes to Duquesne. Three years later, you have Abdul Bandu, who was an all-Met player. Mm-hmm. He goes to Quinnipiac. Three years later, you got Ronald Polite. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's, you know, we've had some successes. Those are just a few names. Uh, obviously, the, in, the, in, the, in the Maryland public school era, everybody knows of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had some great supporting cast along the way sure. with them to get to, to the, those levels. Yeah, and Ronald was a he was the All Met Player of the Year as well, right? Uh, Prince George's County Player of the Year, and he was first team All Met. Okay, Hunter Dickinson, Hunter Dickinson was All Met. Oh, that's right. He did beat him out for that. That's right. That's right. Um, so, I mean, that, that, that's you know that's that's really well put. And then you have all of those guys there, and then that. So I guess it was Ronald's junior year. You had a really good team. You go up against Polly. In the, uh, I was at that game. Yeah. Um, that that wasn't fair. Uh, but you know, that team was, I mean, three time, and they were up for to win it for a fourth straight year uh, before yeah. COVID, you know, knocked that down. But that was one of the most impressive games, um, not just from Ronald, but you had what was the kid's name? You you had an injury. It, was it Mike Michael Sumner? Sumner? Michael Sumner. He was injured. He broke his hand taking the charge in the game that we beat Potomac to actually get to. The, the regional, regional final at, at, uh, at Poly. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, I mean, I'm, I'm biased. I was rooting for you guys, but, <laughs> but I feel like if he's playing that game could come out different. I mean, it, you know, it was like Polly would go up 20, you guys scrap all the way back and, you know, get within one or two or take a lead by one or two. And then Polly stretches it out. You guys fight all the way back. And I would, that's one of those games where you're just so impressed. Cause you, first of all, your bus was like an hour and a half late. Thanks hour to DC traffic. traffic getting up <laughs> <laughs> the venue uh it just a tremendous basketball atmosphere there yeah and, and we knew it was an uphill battle for us right uh, but we were game and uh we always compete in baltimore during the regular season anyway just because you never know you may have to get there to right. get to your ultimate goal which is to get to uh uh the comcast center because you yeah. know final four you have to go through baltimore uh, or Baltimore's got to come through us uh, right. in Prince George's County. So uh, you want to be able to compete against them at, a, yeah. at at any time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a heck of a game. And, and for me, I mean, just watching it, you know, the fight that your team had, and I, and, you know, I feel like a lot of times, not a lot of times, all the time, teams take on, good teams take on the personality of their coach, you know, and you guys didn't give up on them and they didn't quit on you. Uh, and like you said, an uphill battle, your bus is late, barely warm up. You, one of your top players goes down with an injury the game before doing what you teach them to do, taking the charge. And you yeah, got to go into yeah, a, a, a hornet's nest and at Polly. So yeah, yeah it's tough. And that was just, the, you know, the second year there. So they were yeah. still getting used. I mean, we, we felt like we had an opportunity in, in, in bringing the same mentality of the things that we did at Largo, mm-hmm. the same exact things at Oxon Hill. Nothing really changed other than location. Right. So, and uniform. Uh, yeah. <laughs> location and uniform. And, yeah. and uh, one of those things that we're really proud about. Yeah, absolutely. So, and Largo is 2A, right? 
Are they two A? Right, either two A or one A. I know it shifted the last year. Okay. With, uh, yeah, so so you jump up a class too with uh, you know, because Oxen Hill, yeah. you're three A, right? No, we're three A. We're three A. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so then last year or year that COVID shut everything down, right there before the Final Four, you go into an absolute battle down at St. Charles, mm-hmm. uh, which I felt. I, I was like, man, I've seen both of these teams play. There's no reason these two should not be meeting in the final four. Uh, but they, I know, I know, I know that's how the districting works and all of that. But I, I clearly, I mean, you two are clearly two of the top four teams in the state. Well, it, I mean, you had Potomac, you had uh, St. Charles in Oxon Hill mm-hmm. and in, in Poly. in theory, uh, we're all in the same region. Right. Uh, we were all in the same region. And, you know, in theory, everybody was saying that those four could potentially be your state final four if it's done differently. But right. uh, the way the state does it, you play the teams that are in front of you and, you know, hope for the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was a That was a dog fight down there. You guys come up, you know, short. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you don't have to say it, coach. There were some questionable calls, questionable calls down at that one. Uh, <laughs> but uh but you come up short, that, and I take nothing away from St. Charles. I think they only had one loss that year. Yeah, uh, one. They might have had one. They may not. They may have been undefeated. Uh, we had a tremendous run, and, and I was really pleased with the, with 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 what we did. And yeah, the game the game was the game. Yeah, and, uh, they were better than us on that night, and you know, congrats to them. Uh, we had a tremendous year with Ronald and the rest of the the guys. Our team really came together and I think it kind of culminated when we won the Prince George's County Championship mm-hmm. against uh Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. That was, that was huge. That was huge for Oxen Hill. They hadn't been in the last 10 years prior to me getting there. And uh we we're just real excited about that moment. And uh, you know, take my hat off to them. Great yeah. young men. Great young men and they they fought they fought as much as they could and you know the elements. Um Pretty good. Twenty one and four. I'll take it. Anytime. No, you take that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, I mean, St. Charles was just absolutely loaded that season, and and, oh, yeah. and and you all were as well. I mean, it was that was an incredible, incredible uh, game high right school, there. Great high school basketball game and a great. It was a great high school basketball game. Yeah, and, and that's when you hate that someone has to lose. No doubt. Know? No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about what it's like coaching in PG County because PG County, you know, everybody's seen, you know, um, it's in the water. What I, I think it's the name of the, the doc, the, the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. the documentary, but, and, and there's a couple of Oxen Hill guys on there. Mike Sweetney's an Oxen Hill guy, good friend of mine. He was on the show as well. Okay. Uh, you know, so he's been on there and I actually, his <clears throat> one thing I loved about when he came on, uh, he talked about his dad being influential and in, look, you don't have to go to DeMatha. You can stay right here and play, with your friends and do something special here. And that's what he chose to do and, yeah. and how much he just loved playing in PG County. So talk to me about what it's like coaching in PG County, which is, you know, a hotbed of high school basketball. Well, it's funny that, that you speak about that in the water. We had uh, one of my former players, Isaiah Boggs uh, mm-hmm. from Largo. He was in, in, in the, in the, uh, in the, one of the takes and, and mm. was in one of the takes. As yeah. well. So it was great for me to be able to see, two of my former players at both of the stops that I've been at right. <laughs> uh, in this nationally syndicated, uh, you know, 
movie, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just a tremendous area for basketball. Uh, I remember early on when Jeff Green was at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when Jeff was at Northwestern and Terrence Carter and those guys were, were, were playing. Um, uh, Sam, Sam at Friendly High School back in the day. Uh, this is just a long lineage of of great basketball players, and many of them have gone on to do great things. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Kevin used Kevin Durant used to come and work out at Largo all the time with with Kwame Morgan and all those guys. So we we're really just thankful uh, to be able to have this this measure of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he was right. Mike Sweetney's dad was right. You know, we've been very fortunate to have kids go to Division One right out of. Prince George's County high schools. And I've coached many of them, Right, um, you know, where, where we've been, it's just about, you know, academics meeting uh, your athletic ability and your athletic prowess, if you will, and the academics measuring up to that and holding the young men to a standard mm-hmm. uh, of, of what you expect and, and what they can know is in front of them. If they continue to work hard and you yeah. can get it at a public school just as well as you can at a private school. Yeah. And I can attest to that. So yeah. um, just very proud of, of that aspect as well um, to be able to see these young men go on and, and realize their dreams in their own right. Yeah. Amen. It's, it's perfectly said. Beautiful. And what about the atmosphere? Do you, do you, uh, do you get a rise out of those Friday nights and, you know, you walk into a hostile territory and, you know, it, it's, there's nothing like it. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. If you've ever been to a Oxen Hill Potomac basketball yeah. <laughs> uh or even back in the day it was it was Largo versus Suitland mm-hmm. or Largo versus Douglas. Uh I mean the atmosphere is, is incredible. I mean just a tremendous fan support, tremendous support uh countywide from the mm-hmm. north end to the southern end, uh just coaching in those games. Uh it lets you know that hey, people are supporting you. They're supporting their young men. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's let the best team win. And yeah. uh, fortunately, we've been very fortunate on on many occasions. Yeah, uh, you to come have, out yeah. on the W. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. How proud are you of uh, to see someone like Coach Wade following your footsteps? I know he's in Montgomery County, but yes. you know, played for you. He's a great player for you, and and going to college now, he's kind of you know you're going to be coaching against him at some point. <laughs> so, oh, what's yeah. that like? Yeah, uh, it's 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 great to know, and it's kind of difficult uh, to. The emotional piece of it, I mean, we, we went to the state tournament together uh, and he knows what it's like to, to play for me, under me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now he's his own young man and he's, he's developing his program, how he sees fit. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully he take, he's taken one or two nuggets from, uh, from us uh, in, in our program and, and, and put it into his program. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when it comes to coaching against someone that you know, uh, once the ball's tipped up, all that goes out the window, uh, but they know what they're going to get from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They know what they they know how we like to play, my philosophy on a lot of things. So they pretty much have more of an advantage over me than <laughs> I do over them. That's that's so, a good point. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, we got better players than they do because <laughs> <laughs> they already know what what I'm going to do for the most part. Because uh, our system has been very consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we make some nuance, some changes, some nuances here and there, but uh, uh, playing hard, playing defense, defense is, uh, we, we, we kind of hang our hat on that. Right. Uh, um, and, yes, you do. And people know that. 
Yes. Know, you know, when you play Oxen Hill or if you play a Lou Howard team, you know what you're going to get. Yeah, you frustrated our guards. I can tell you that. It looked like we had never seen a press before. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coach Frierson over at Chapelgate, he's, he's always got – I love this word. Um, this word I love to use as well, but he always talks about culture and how important culture is. So talk to me about the Oxen Hill culture, the culture you've built. Obviously, you know, keeping your staff together is is tremendous in keeping that culture. But talk to me about, you know, what, what that's like and how important that culture is for you. Well, the, the culture starts with, obviously, with the, the head coach. Uh, and then it trickles down through everything that he does uh, in trying to be consistent. One thing mm-hmm. that we talk about all the time with the parents, community, athletic director, with everybody, want to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the truth about basketball is everybody wants to be that great player. But, you know, do you like basketball or do you love basketball? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and the culture, as you were, funny you use that word, the culture has changed, has shifted uh, in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So we've gone, you know, technology has been infused, a lot of the trainers and things of that nature. You know, back in the day, you would wake up and get to the courts at like six in the morning, you know, or four thirty in the afternoon. Now kids don't come out unless they go into the gym and things like that. So yeah. uh creating a culture and being consistent with it uh just starts with uh success breeds confidence. Mm. Uh and if you, you can show the the your constituents what you want. Uh, and then they see the benefits of what you showed them uh, in that consistency. It, it breeds confidence as well as success. Yeah. Uh, and, and we were fortunate uh, when I got there in 2017, 2017, you know, they had Oxen Hill hadn't been extremely successful. Um, and we came in and, and we built on that. We built mm-hmm. on that. I think the first year uh, we won 15 games. The second year we won 16 games and then last year we won 21 games. So it's kind of building on that. And our young men have had opportunities to go to sign division two kids, uh, division three kids, junior college kids uh, and division one kids. So yeah. we had all uh, in the, the three years that, I, that I've been there. Wow. So four years that I've been there minus the COVID year. Um, so we've had some success. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people have followed the uh, the blueprint, if you will. It's not uh, anything that's super duper uh, outstanding, but the consistency piece uh, is extremely important. Being consistent, telling the truth, mm-hmm. letting them know where you are, you know, understanding that you can realize your dream, but you got to know at what level that you are. Right. That's great. So talk to me about this uh, This coming up. Yeah, I know that you guys play in the uh, DeMathis Summer League. Uh, Ronald Polite was actually the the MVP of that his senior year, going yes, into his senior was. year. Yes, he yeah. was. Matter of fact, we had a game last night, uh, and uh, Ronald was there. Ronald oh, was there at the nice. game, came out to support the guys. Ronald nice. and uh, another one of our other uh, players, Marlon Ellaby, who's also oh. in college as well. Playing. Yeah, where is he? Uh, I remember. Marlon's at Field College. It's okay. a Division three college in Pennsylvania. Nice. Yeah, he was he was a great player. Um, yeah, and he's there playing there. So, yeah. you know, we we've, we've been fortunate whether it's Ronald Polite or Marlon Ellaby, you know, at whatever level you have an opportunity to continue to play basketball right. and realize your dreams. That's it. And get that college education no as question. you said before. No question. 
It, Ronald, he's still at George Mason, right? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Yes, yes. Um, I, I never know now with the transfer portal. So uh, no, Ron wasn't in the portal at all. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, the coaching change and all that. He's still there and he's doing well. And uh, Dwayne Simpkins is his head coach. Yeah. There, right? yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Kim, Kim, whoa. What is this? Not Kim English. Kim, his name is, oh, man, what is his name? It's Kim. I just got an email from Kim English, which is a former no Kim English is the okay. head coach. Kim Rivers is the former coach at Randallstown High School who's oh. in Atlanta. Uh, okay. that's why I was just confused about the Kims. It's Kim okay. English and Kim Rivers. Kim English is the head coach at George Mason. Okay, okay. All right. I had that mixed up. Um so talk to me about this upcoming season. I mean, you guys played last night, so you got to win last night. Uh, players to watch, you know, what, which, what, what do you think? How are you guys looking? Uh, I could not tell you. I have no idea how we're looking. Okay. Uh, we're just trying. Well, you, to- lost, you lost a year. I mean, it's, it's tough knowing, you know. Yes, you don't know from, I mean, it's good to be back in the gym. Yeah. Back on the court, back on the sideline. Um, just as I, I told my players, I said, this COVID thing is going to be uh, – that's going to rub off in a little while. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you won't be able to continually say, talk about, well, COVID this and COVID that. You know, we're, we're trying to get back into the gym, back into some level of normalcy mm-hmm. uh, with, with basketball. So now you're teaching and, and dealing with a totally different crop of kids. Right. Uh, because your, your, your 20 class – your, your 20 class has graduated. Your 2021 class has graduated. So now you're looking at the class of 22, and most of them were probably on junior varsity. That's a great point. Uh, yeah. If, in fact, they were in your program at all. Right. So, yeah. uh, and that's that's everyone is facing that same thing. It's that's not, true. Unless you're at one of the uh, a private school situation where you know the players that you have. Right. So, um, we're just trying to learn and get better at every opportunity that we get to play. Yeah. When did they let you guys back in the gym? Because coach Lally last week, you know, for Howard, he's in Howard County, but was saying they didn't really open the gym back up till after the school year ended. June 1st, we were allowed to get back in, in our gym. Okay. So right before school ended, right before school ended, June 1st was the first time we were having, and obviously we had communication with, uh, players and people of interest, people mm-hmm. who had basketball interests uh, via Zoom, Zoom <laughs> meetings. We had meetings in that regard. Yeah. Um, but in person, um, nothing for Jeez. 14, 15 months. So wow. it's, it's been tough. Yeah, man. It's just, it's, we're going to look back on this time and, and not even, uh, you know, I, I don't even, it's, it's crazy when you're still going through it, you know, when we kind of oh, talk yeah. about it. Um, to just to kind of think about, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now, when we look back, how weird it would be from this aspect. I mean, and and I'm not downplaying COVID, obviously. I mean, 4 million people worldwide have lost their lives. But just from from the aspect of, as you said, you you know, you have a whole class of kids who graduates, never touch the floor their senior year and, and what right. that could have meant for their college career and things like that. So, yes. well, huh. yeah, absolutely. All right, Coach, well, I appreciate your time tonight. Don't want to keep you. I know that, uh, you know, you're a busy man, and, and I really appreciate your time. Um, but before we end, I got three 
quick hitter questions for you. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm a little uh, nervous. <laughs> it's it's all it's all subjective. So whatever you think. So first thing I'll ask you is your NBA all time roster, starting five. Oh, all time. Yeah, all time. That's tough. That's tough. And I'm going to throw out some names. I'm sure I'll think about some things a little bit later on. Uh, all-time roster. Larry Bird. Okay. Um, Michael Jordan. Okay. I'm not – I've never – Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Jackson. Ooh. In New York, I grew up – Mark Jackson was my idol growing up. I love it. Uh, I love that pick. Uh, man. Sheesh. Lajuan. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many is that? That's four. Who do I got so far? You got Jordan, Bird, Mark Jackson, and, and Hakeem. Wow. All time? <laughs> All time. This is it, it is extremely subjective. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> That's why I love asking this question. I get I get all kinds of different uh different responses. All time. Hmm, that fifth one, fifth one. I got Hakeem, I got Bird, I got Jordan, I uh-huh. got Mark Jackson. Uh, I'm going to throw Pat Ewing out there. Nah, nice. I like I'm it. Throw Pat Ewing out there. Yes. Two, two next, two, two next. Gotta there you go. There one. you go. <laughs> hey, you got to stay true, man. I'm no, not- I am a diehard Knicks fan. Diehard, diehard Knicks fan. Still, are you still a Knicks fan? Still, still diehard? Diehard Knicks fan. You had a fun season then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made some progress. Making yeah, some progress. Still yeah. not, nothing, nothing to what it used to be, but yeah. make progress. Yeah, yeah. The Nets are cool, but I'm not, I'm a Knicks fan. Right. The, for, the Nets for you, are they still New Jersey? You're a New uh, York guy. I remember. I remember it very, very. Kerry Kittles. Oh yeah. Day, uh, uh, Albert King. See, it, you know Bernard King. I could have put Bernard King on you that. On that. On that. All five. I yeah. Mean, it's a lot. It's. It's. Yeah. Bernard King was a bucket too. He was yeah. A bucket. He was. Albert. Albert wasn't bad either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ask my. I always ask my New York friends when they uh because it you know, the, the very true diehard for the Nets. And I always ask, is it because the net for, you know, the Nets are still, they're not a New York team. They're still a New Jersey team for a lot of New Yorkers. So um, that's why I asked that. So yeah, not bad, not bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, who? Oh, so as we're recording this, we're a few hours away from game two st- tipping. So who do you got winning the, uh, winning the title? I mean, the NBA has changed quite a bit. It's evolved. Yes. So, uh, and you can see on my all-time list, was that's kind of my era. Uh-huh. That That's my era, more so to speak. I'd love to see Chris Paul win one. I'd love uh-huh. to see Chris Paul win one. Uh, he's been in the league a long time, and it, it, it's definitely a, a second changing of the guard, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, from – the Kobe era to to Melo and Kobe and those guys yeah. to this new group, uh, younger players and as we say younger, I'm getting older. 
it's it's the, the game has changed. The game has changed, and the, the the teams that are in right now, currently, uh, they both have a tremendous opportunity. Mm-hmm. And seeing these young guys come to fruition um, at, at this level is is good to see. Great to see. Great to watch. Uh, Milwaukee, like Milwaukee, they're a tough team. They're a tough, yeah. grinded out squad, grinded yeah. out team. And and both of them, both of them, they deserve to be where they are actually at. Yeah. Uh, but it would be nice to see Chris Paul win one and go ahead and, and retire and ride off into the sunset. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I uh, I love Drew Holiday. Um, I think he's a reason that, you know, this was most of the team was there last year. But yeah, him getting that. And I love what you said. I, I've really enjoyed um, personally these playoffs to see players like Trey Young, to see Giannis, to see Embiid, to see, you know, see some of these younger guys. Um, I know LeBron fans are going to be upset. They take this the wrong way when I say this, but I'm glad LeBron, I'm glad that before LeBron leaves, we're able to see a changing of the guard to your point yeah, yeah, um, that, that, that it's not him leaving and then someone trying to take over, but it's kind of a fading out of LeBron's great career. I'm taking nothing away from him, but I love seeing new talent come in while he's still there. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So, and I, I forgot to ask you, did you put, what did you play point guard? Yes, I did. Okay. When you brought up Mark Jackson, that's why. Mark Jackson <laughs> yeah. He was great. Uh, okay, next question. Three favorite coaching memories. Oh, hmm. Three favorite coaching memories. Yeah. Well, the first one was in 2005. Uh, when we, The first time we went to – we won the regional final. Against okay. The, uh, all odds were against us. We were not supposed to win the game, and we won. Um, now, you say – is that when you beat Suitland? We beat Suitland at Suitland. Okay, so you beat your rival at their place. <laughs> at their place. The first time we ever went to uh, the Comcast Center, the Cold Field, however, uh-huh. that was in 05. Yeah. Um, greatest coaching memory. Well, it's been a lot. It's been many, many, yeah. many. It's been many. Winning the state championship, obviously, in 2008 yeah. uh, was was a, a great, great memory. And uh, – one of the, when we beat Potomac two years ago on a buzzer beater, it was a great memory at Oxon Hill. And it was kind of the letting, it was a, a staple that let everybody know that we were actually there and we were real. So in coaching memories, that's, that's a good one. Greatest coaching memory. It's been a lot over, over, over that period of time, but winning the state championship in the regional titles that we won, winning those, uh, the Prince George's County Championship this year obviously was cut short due to COVID, uh, us winning that and, you know, just uh, being successful. Being yeah. Successful. Yeah, you got a lot to choose from, Coach. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> who hit that? Uh, who hit the game winner at Potomac? Malik Holland. Malik Holland. Oh, nice. Okay. Malik Holland hit the shot in the corner. Wow. Did did you draw up the play? Was it off a timeout or was it? It was, actually. It was off a timeout. The play was drawn up for Ronald. Ronald had the ball, and we told Ronald his two shooters were in the corner. They pinched on Ronald. 
He kicked it in the corner for the three, time running off, knocks it down. Jim nice. goes bananas. Just the way you drew it up, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a great coaching play, but it, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't execute anything. Hey, it's a team. You know, we all play our part. Oh, no doubt, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. But just a ton of memories, a ton of great young men that I've mm-hmm. had the pleasure of, of, of coaching and being around. And one of my former players, he just had a baby today. Oh, uh, Derek Coulter uh, played for me at Largo, graduated in 2012. He led us to the uh, state final. Uh, wow. Uh, we lost to um, Lake Clifton in, in the mm. state championship. Another Baltimore team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost in the state championship, but he, he was our leader. Uh, he took us all the way there, and uh, he just had his first child. Wow. Congratulations to him. Those moments, uh, went on to play at Duquesne, and now he's currently playing overseas. So nice. Uh, just you know, those those are great moments. Yeah. Uh, to be able to see, and just uh, you know, a lot of these kids are, are adults now, mm-hmm. living life, and you see them, and uh, you know, just knowing that we had uh, some impact on them. Right. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah. Those are what you cherish more than anything. Absolutely. Well, coach, I got one more question for you. Uh, five dinner guests, dead or alive. Five dinner guests. It's your dinner, so anybody you want. My dinner. Five dinner guests. Five plus you. Yep. Wow. Well, one would be my dad. Yeah. And my dad is deceased. He's no longer with us. Uh, my dad is one. Oh, man. Five dinner guests. Wow. This is, uh, you got me thinking. Now, you, you got a <laughs> five dinner guests. Well, I got four. I got my dad. Uh, dead or alive, five dinner guests. Bernie Mac. Oh, got some comedy there. Okay. Most of them will be deceased. Uh, five dinner guests. If I could have a dinner guest. My son. I would have my son. Okay. Three. Yeah. Right? Two more. Sheesh, this is tough. Yeah, that's why I ask them. I ask the tough questions, Coach. <laughs> well, I got to have my wife. Uh, that's four. That's four, yep. Oh, who would you want? Stevie Wonder. Oh, they, I was hoping you were going to say someone with music. That's good. So you got the, you got the music and the comedy covered. So yeah. <laughs> that's oh, going to be a great good. dinner. Wow. Yeah, what we serving though? That's the question. Yeah. Right. Exactly. What we serving? You right. I'm over here. <laughs> five dinner guests. That's a good question. Thank that's you. a good that's a very good that's a good question. Yeah. All right. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's that, those are good answers. Wow. Yeah, I'd like to be at that one too. Stevie Wonder. My wife and I got married to a Stevie Wonder song, so yeah overjoyed which is not you know most people that's that's an underrated song people don't realize how good that that stevie wonder song is so. stevie's the man stevie wonder absolutely that's a good five one dinner guest i gotta write that down <laughs> five dinner guests dead or alive wow that's a that, that I, I mean that's a good question that's a great good. question it's gonna be thought-provoking there you go. Yeah. If you got to hire someone, it's a good one to ask too. Kind of see what their mind is. At. So. Wow. I had Bernie Mac. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was a good one. 
But now you think about it, I'm going to think about this later and be like, yo, I should have had somebody else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good. I do it all the time. Mine always change too. So depending on the mood you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, coach, thanks so much. This has been great. Uh, as I said, I, you know, I really respect you and what you've done and what you've done for our young men in PG County, you know, f- forget all the basketball wins and the titles, you know, what you've done to change lives goes much deeper than that. So basketball is just your vehicle. So I, I truly appreciate you. Uh, I admire you. I look up to you and, and hope that, uh, that one day I could be as successful as you both on and off the court. So Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate the opportunity and uh, anything you need, whatever you need, just let me know. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you, coach. And everybody remember to check out Oxen Hill. I think we're going to be back folks. I think that next year we are going to have a season. So, uh, you know, when you're down there in PG County, if you can get to an Oxen Hill Potomac game on a Friday night, you better get there early because it will sell out probably before the JV game starts. Uh, But Yeah, but it is an environment that you do not want to miss. It's a ton of fun, uh, and it's basketball at its best. So uh, make sure you get there, root on Oxen Hill or Potomac if you're from there. We're not going to discriminate, but uh, Coach Howard is one of my favorites, so I'm always rooting for Coach Howard. So Thank you. All right. So much. Thank you. And uh, everybody be back in two weeks, taking next week off, as we said, through the summer. We're going to go every other week. Uh, this was back-to-back because we had missed a week, so – We'll see you in two weeks with another guest. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. And we'll see you